0: a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, chew like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello, and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy. And I'm Emily. And today we have a scoop du jour and a DS Teachable moment, bringing it back. Oh, yes. I'm excited for that DS Teachable moment. But
2: before that, you sent us the scoop du jour. And it is very interesting. And it's so relatable, even though not everybody goes to red carpet events.
0: No, I, I mean, I have yet to be invited to a red carpet event. Mm-hmm. But What's so relatable about this is that I feel like this is exactly how I would react to being invited to a red carpet event. For sure. BB Rexa went on TikTok a day before the VMAs mm-hmm. and said that she had so much anxiety about showing up on the red carpet because of what people might say about her body. She has gained weight mm-hmm. in the past year years. And people year or did so. shit
2: on her, like, pretty recently.
0: Yeah, people are always shitting on her. This is the thing, like... I flagged this TikTok because she has talked about this stuff for years. A few years ago, actually, I wrote this down. It was in 2019. Mm -hmm. She took to social media and she was talking about how certain designers refused to dress her Mm -hmm. for the VMAs. And what ended up happening was Christian Siriano, who I love. Me too. Oh, so great. He designed her a dress in two hours on the same day of the VMAs.
2: Because not this year, though.
0: No, this was in 2019. The last time, yeah. Yeah. So, like, she's been through it in Mm -hmm. terms of, you know, feeling self conscious because a lot of designers won't dress Mm -hmm. people who are above probably like a size four. Mm -hmm. I'm not entirely sure, but I think it is really difficult. And I think at the time she said, I'm not even that big. You know, I'm a size eight. Yeah. And nobody will dress me. Right. And you're not
2: saying it's difficult for them to dress her. Like, it's difficult to get people to do that because they want, a certain look associated with their brand.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's a little bit crazy to me, but in comes Christian Siriano mm-hmm. with his cape and his, you know, golden lasso. Mm-hmm. And Teeny, I don't know tiny why man. he's Superman and Wonder Woman at the same time in this analogy, but he comes in and he dresses her. He And she even said, like, he loves all body types, but I don't think you need to love all body types as a designer. acknowledge that they exist. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I just remember thinking how ridiculous that was. Like I also
2: think as, like, a designer, if you think that, like, only certain bodies can look good in clothes, like, wouldn't you want the challenge of making somebody look fantastic?
0: Yeah. Are you scared? Are you scared? I think so. Not Christian. Not Christian. Nothing scares that dude. But, yeah, so for this year's VMAs, she was just talking. She said, I have an outfit for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But I just I just don't know how I feel about going because, you know, people are going to say what they're going to say about my weight. And, and she even said, I am considered by some to be the face of body positivity, mm-hmm. but I just don't feel positive right mm-hmm. now. I don't feel like a bad bitch right now. So... A little imposter syndrome. Yeah. And that just made me think how hard it must be when yeah. you're... The one person who deviates for – well, not the one person, but, you know, she's in a small group of people that deviate from a certain body type Mm -hmm. in Hollywood. Yeah. Not really in Hollywood, but you know what I mean. In music entertainment. In music entertainment. And that kind of makes people expect you to always have your game face on when it comes to, like, I'm a bad bitch and Mm -hmm. I love my curves Mm -hmm. and I love everything about my body. But she says, I simply don't feel like that. And it's so much pressure to have to act like that all the time.
2: I don't know if you've ever not gone to an event or a party or something because you didn't like how you were looking, but like I personally ruined... Ben's birthday one year, he still says that I didn't do it, but like I could not figure out anything to wear that would make me feel okay with being in public. And I just had a meltdown and this is on his birthday. And Mm -hmm. he was like, we'll just stay in. It's fine, whatever. But like these are events, you know, sometimes you have to go to a work event. Sometimes you have to, and not everybody again, (laughs) goes to a red carpet, but like, it's something that like you need to do for your job. And you're just like, I physically do not want to do this. Yeah. And, and it, and there's going to be photographs at this event right? and they're going to be at every angle and like you're not going to have control of them and you can go out feeling bad about yourself if you're not a public person. The thoughts are basically to you and if somebody does say something to you, and usually it's not something that like you would hear about. They would say it behind your back. This stuff she's going to see. She knows she's going to see it on the internet and she's like, it's just going to reinforce how I'm feeling about myself.
0: Yeah. And, and that's like, ugh, that, that would just be such a tricky spot to be in. Because yes, I have not gone to things because I wasn't feeling good in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, but not on this scale, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. So I just can't even, I can't even imagine. But she did something that just made me stan her so much harder. Mm-hmm. Which is she shows up to the VMAs in this sexy black, like almost liquid looking dress with a corset top, Mm -hmm. ass cutouts, like two big, think Regina George and the boob cutouts, Mm -hmm. but on your ass, and a horse's tail, a long horse's tail in the middle (laughs) of the ass cutouts. I initially didn't even see the horse tail because I was so (laughs) focused on the ass cutouts, And then once I noticed the horse tail, it's like, what? where do I want to look? Mm-hmm. Do I want to look at this cheek, that cheek, the tail? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. And she looked incredible. And she was just owning the red carpet. And I could not be prouder of her. But I like that she made the video beforehand, too, because it yeah. was like, if I don't show
2: up, this is why. Right. But also, if I do show up, you better shut the fuck up. Yeah.
1: You and, know, and yeah. it,
2: not not just that, but it also, like, it really humanizes a person that, like, maybe people think is impenetrable.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I could have seen her. She always, you know, wears, like, very um, bodycon stuff, like, very, like, sexy. Like, her style skews very sexy. So, the outfit, while the horse's tail was a surprise, the general silhouette mm-hmm. was not shocking, right? But if it were me and I was feeling really self-conscious and I had to go to an event, I might try to cover up a little bit. Yeah. And I'm just happy that she didn't do that. Like, when we had Rayanne on, mm-hmm. she was saying that she likes to wear, like, really, really tiny bikinis. Yeah. Because it feels like she can't hide anything and that kind of, like, forces her to be more positive because she can't hide anything. Mm-hmm. I usually go in the opposite direction where I'm like, oh, what's going to be my security blanket? Is it going to be the yeah. shawl? Or I do is the it-
2: big Billie Eilish clothing situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like
0: a yeah, a statement jacket mm-hmm. or something. But to do this, I think, is so powerful and it makes such a statement. And uh, It also might trick
2: your brain into thinking you feel like a bad bitch.
0: I could see that. You know, because you're
2: like, okay, wait, I'm covered in latex and my ass cheeks are out and I have a horse's tail. Ooh. Suddenly I
0: feel amazing. Yeah. I'm going to start sewing horse's tails onto all of my evening gowns. <laughs> Didn't you have a, a moment earlier this year where like your dress When ripped? I ripped my dress. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had two unintentional cutouts. <laughs> <laughs> you were very on trend with the cutout. Yeah. No, but, but it was similar because it was like a tight dress mm-hmm. and you were like, I'm just going to rock this. Kind of liquidy leather. Yeah. No, it was like
2: I, I could either let it ruin my night. Which was, it was like the coolest event I had been invited to. Or I could like have a good time. Let it make my night. Eat the little pass around foods. Mm-hmm. Never wear that dress again.
0: Because I
2: don't want to get it fixed.
0: Yeah. Although, <laughs> is there some way we could, um, like maybe if we would just rip it up more. Yeah. It'll be part of the yeah. look. Or patch the inside. Patch the inside. Could always do that. Yeah. I mean, I love the dress. Guys, look up the dress. But I, I, I like that she's uh, she's relating to me so
2: hard and you because
0: Virgo. Oh, yeah. Well, we just looked up her birthday. See, Remy, like, Remy has a, <laughs> a mental database of all the Virgos yeah. that exist on the planet. Uh, I don't know how she does it. But she's like, I think she's a Virgo. And I look her, I look her up. Mm-hmm. August 30th. Mm-hmm. She is a Virgo. Same day as Ruby Carp and my boyfriend. Yeah. You know, it kind of does explain a lot because it's like. I find that we're very picky on ourselves and, like, critical. And, like, we want to do everything a certain way. Yeah. So, like, if things aren't working out the way that they worked out in our head, Mm -hmm. it can be a little difficult to um, reconcile that. This is why I don't try to picture
2: things before they happen anymore.
0: Oh, I do that all the time. Right.
2: But that like, it, whether it's a trip or like, even like a recording or whatever, I try not to like picture how it's going to be because then if it goes a different way, I get like upset.
0: That How do you stop from fantasizing about how it's going to go though? Because oh, I actually oh, do have it,
2: that problem. I don't, I don't really know how I've done it, but I just
0: remind myself, I'm like, don't picture that. Do you purposely picture something else? Yeah. Yeah. Because um I, I was actually thinking about that earlier today. I'm not even kidding because- there are certain songs that when they come up on my Spotify, I imagine myself dancing at my wedding to them. And I'm like, Aww, what if they don't play at my yeah. wedding? It's weird. A and a little you cute. Know, okay. Thank you. <laughs> you. But you know, I also don't even fantasize about my Having wedding. Having a wedding. Yeah. it's There's this one song that I've never heard it pl- been played at a wedding. It's like an electronic EDM mm-hmm. type song. And I have an image of myself dancing with my nephew at my wedding. I picture
2: you at your wedding with ass cutouts. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna have ass cutouts in my bride, tail. in my bridal gown, and a white horse's tail. Yep, she's very inspirational to me.
2: Speaking of cutouts, you guys can cut this out. But did you know that there's butt
0: plugs with horses' tails and I like did? unicorn tails? Wait a second. Yeah. I did. Yeah, because a close friend of mine is very into accoutrements, accessories mm. in the bedroom. Accessories. She accessories. I like that. She has a butt plug with a big rabbit's tail. And it's pink, so it's kind of like a Playboy. Um, That's wild. It's it's a huge <laughs> butt plug, by the way. Like I don't know how you would get this. And she she says at a certain point it just pops right in, but I don't even fucking know. My every butt plug I've ever used is not bigger than my pinky nail. Mm. So I don't know how she does it. But congratulations
2: she's, to this woman. Yeah,
0: I mean she's doing great, and she is walking around looking like an adorable bunny.
1: It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try smalls. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that
0: That's n u u l y.com, newly with two u's with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. Should we move on to our DS Teachable moment?
2: Yeah, it's a little more scientific, and I was really happy to receive this one. We got it sent in a DM to the both of us Mm -hmm. uh, right after our episode about getting your stuff together for food. Yeah, our episode with with Monica D'Agostino. Yeah, uh, how to stock your fridge, all that stuff, what you need. And this is from Jacinda and she said, listening to the new episode of DST and I went to culinary school and I'm a trained chef and some tips, answers for the questions you guys were asking for the best kind of nonstick pans are pure stainless steel and the best type of oil to cook with is grapeseed oil and avocado oil. Olive oil is usually supposed to be used in salads or dressings because olive oil, once heated, doesn't have a lot of healthy properties left in it. I did not know this. I did not know this. Also, if you can't get a stainless steel pan or pot, look for a nonstick pan without Teflon. Teflon is a toxic chemical used to make things nonstick. And she says on another topic, jackfruit is a really good substitute for meat that uh, for people who don't eat meat. Any recipe you see with meat, just add a chickpea or tofu or meatless meat so you don't have to change up so much of your eating and cooking doesn't tire you out.
0: Yeah. See, this was the one thing that I'm like, jackfruit. I've had it. I think it's bizarre. I don't know that I've had it. I had like I've had like is um, it sour? Kind of. I don't know if I just haven't had it prepared well. Yeah. But there was this cafe in my neighborhood that used to do. It was a vegetarian cafe, so they used to do like Caesar salad mm-hmm. with jackfruit instead of meat mm-hmm. or instead of chicken. And I got it once, and I was like, this makes me want it die (laughs) like has a meat substitute ever made you want to die because jackfruit did that to me what's the texture like it's kind of like weirdly stringy because it is it is a fruit Mm. you know it's like kind of weirdly stringy it's not very meat-like at all but then again maybe if it's prepared well yeah it would be different maybe grilled maybe grilled Another thing is it doesn't have any protein. So, like Mm. for me, a meat substitute, like I would hope that it would have some protein in it. Yeah, like tempeh at least has like some protein Mm -hmm. in it, you know. But I completely agree about any recipe that that has meat, you can just replace that with tofu. Also, tofu, I I gotta say, I've been like anti tofu very firmly for a very long time. Yeah. All tofu? I just have never been that into the texture.
2: Oh, I love it. Okay. I love a silky tofu.
0: So this, tofu. yeah, so this is what I was going to say. I went to this Asian fusion restaurant. Yeah. And they had a seared tofu. Like the outside was super Ugh, crispy. Like fried. Uh-huh. Yeah. But the inside was super N'lem, mushy. Yeah. And it was in like this miso sauce. Now it's all I crave. Now, that's unreal. I, just, I just want to eat tofu nonstop. So I take back whatever negative things. I don't I said. like the
2: tofu. That's like, ugh, I can't even describe the texture. It's rubbery. like kind of holy and what rubbery. Yeah. That's,
0: that's what I think of when I yeah. think of it. And I just hadn't had good tofu, Yeah, which is why I am not going to be so quick to judge, to put the kibosh on jackfruit,
2: but it's like this, the difference between kale and massaged kale. You know, like oh. some kale is disgusting, oh, but then like you kale. massage it, and you're like,
0: "This is really nice." It's got to be massaged, a mm-hmm. nice Swedish massage mm-hmm. with that dressing. A little Kobe beef, but kale. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's sad about the Kobe beef, but anyway. Uh, should what, we? What's sad about the Kobe beef? They like because it's they they like,
2: like <laughs> feed them too much and they can't walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It's like the things that I've heard have are not it's not the best practice but a lot of meat practices aren't that somebody
2: called me Kobe beef once because they were like all you do is like lay and eat (laughs) and And get massaged (laughs)
0: that's not inaccurate not inaccurate at all um I think if
2: you're gonna say that do it more often
0: yeah true I think if I were meat I would be like a chicken milanesa just like pounded (laughs) yeah just pounded (laughs) out and covered in breadcrumbs I think that's Pretty much what I am. That's a bit of you. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime
1: This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've
0: never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed
1: Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com.
0: Do we want to do uh, a last licks to round it out? Ooh... This is what I've been doing every day for lunch for the past week and a half. And I gotta say, it's the most delicious combo ever. And it's so simple. And you guys are gonna laugh at me when I say it. But you mash up half an avocado. Mm-hmm. You use the garlic salt from Trader Joe's. Now, can you use other garlic salt? Yeah, probably. But this is her favorite. But this is my favorite. So that's why I'm saying that's, I use the one from Trader Joe's. You grind it up real fresh because it has, it's like, you know, in a grinder. It just adds to everything. Then you fry an egg over easy. Don't leave it on too long because you (laughs) want the middle to be runny, okay? Yeah. Then you get a piece of sourdough bread. You cut it in half. You put it in the toaster. You toast both sides. Put the avocado on the toast. Put the egg on the... The one side of the toast, mm-hmm. add tahini, mm-hmm. and then close it like a sandwich. Ooh. It's so good. Watch you guys. the egg run. Oh uh, yes. And then you have it like spill out and you can dip the mm. extra crust in it. And I've been having this for lunch every single day and I'm still not sick of it. Wait, that like it sounds like a little bit of a breakfast food, but you're having it
2: for lunch. This it, is so cool of you. It
0: kind of is because you know that like I don't. You I don't, don't usually do that. I don't usually do that. Yeah, I usually have very clear boundaries. Like, And I actually didn't eat avocado toast for two years because yeah. I switched to protein bars. Mm-hmm. The Aloha coconut almond. Oh, protein. and she brought me
2: one of those. This yes. isn't my last lick, but I did like it.
0: It's good, right? Remy
2: approved as well. Yeah. Well, you
0: told me that it reminded you of a power bar, and I've never had a power bar. Yes, it
2: was. The texture was a little power bar-y, See? but the flavor wasn't
0: okay, that makes me think that maybe I would like power bars because it's the texture. I think you would. I probably would. Yeah. It's the texture of this bar that I think is so much The only reason I don't eat
2: power bars anymore, and I, I shared this with you in Trigger Warning, it reminds me of a disordered time because there was one day that my mom was like, just eat a power bar, and then I kept it in my mouth for like an entire car ride and spat it out.
0: So crazy. I mean, really wh- bad. wouldn't it all dissolve in your mouth by then? It
2: was so disgusting, Emily. I can't even, that's why I'm like, Keeping I can't. Keeping
0: something in your mouth for a long time. Yeah. I, like no matter what it is, it would turn me off of it completely. Yeah. Like I'm sucking on these nicotine lozenges lately mm. and you have to keep them in your mouth for like 30 minutes. I'm off vaping, but Ooh. yeah, completely off Muzzle. vaping. But I, I have to, you have to like let these things dissolve in your mouth. You can't actually suck on them. Mm. So it's like just leaving this, candy i mean there are worse things it's like candy but yeah just leaving it in your mouth for 30 minutes i don't know it doesn't feel right
2: yeah okay so my this that was not my last lick that was a little detour what's your last last lick lick is actually very delicious we were talking about how much i love a smoothie Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: i've been going to juice press and trying to recreate the smoothie that i get it in la at earth bar Which is called. She's a (laughs)
0: bi-coastal
2: smoothie girl. (laughs) Yeah. Also, ew. At Earth Bar, you can get Ozempic now. Hate that.
0: Really? I know it's
2: a whole thing. I the last time I was there, I was like, "What the fuck?" But wait, that's wild. I know. But the smoothie I like is called the Flax Master, and (laughs) I don't like it because of the flax or anything. I just like the ingredients. So I've been recreating it, and you can too. It is banana and blueberry and acai, and then almond butter and almond milk base. Cinnamon, Mm -hmm. maca, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and like some kind of coconut sweetener or whatever. Like coconut sugar? Yeah, I think that's what. Wait, that sounds incredible. Yeah, it's very savory. Like Ben tried it and he was like, Jesus, this isn't even fruity. Like it's like.
0: Oh, because it has the almond butter. And the
2: maca. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yum.
2: Yeah, it's really good. Um, and I've been having it most mornings cause it's just so easy.
0: So you eat this for breakfast now? Mm-hmm. I'm happy that you found a breakfast food mm-hmm. that you could stick to. Thank you. Does it take you a while to eat it? Like, are you nursing this smoothie for, for like an hour or? I'd say, yeah, two episodes of Golden Girls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfectly fine way to measure time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I eat my breakfast so fast, but there is something to be envied about a leisurely breakfast. Mm-hmm. And a smoothie's great for that. Yeah. Do you and drink it's... coffee in the morning? No. Do you drink coffee at all? No. Okay. I How did I not realize this? I think I did I know this. I think you knew. I think I did know this. But you've been you...
2: ignoring it about me. I've
0: been ignoring it <laughs> because I'm like, how does anybody have any energy if they don't drink coffee? Mm. I guess you find your ways. You drink chai. Nah. <laughs> I
2: try is actually like a little dessert of mine. It's not like a thing I get oh. in the morning or anything
0: oh. or, you know, like
2: it's just like a, I actually, I got mad because the only tea I have in my house right now is caffeinated. And I was telling you that I have been doing like iced tea all the time, yeah. but it's decaf so I can drink it at night. And so now my vat is caffeinated. So today I'm like, C- can I say one thing about Golden Girls? Too? You can
0: say one thing about okay. Golden I don't know if I can contribute because I don't watch. Since,
2: no, but I think I told you this. And I've been wanting to talk about it since I started watching the show. So the show doesn't completely hold up. They talk about weight a lot. They talk about appearance a lot. And Well, what else are, you know, middle-aged women supposed to talk about? They talk about so many things. They talk about sex. They talk about employment. They talk about homelessness. They talk about AIDS, like the last episode. You know, they talk about a lot of things. But they're always commenting on each other's bodies. And they're always commenting that Blanche is so beautiful. Or Blanche is really always saying that she's so beautiful. And then the other women are like, oh, but, like, you've gained a few pounds.
0: And then... To Blanche? To Blanche. So this is the only thing I know about Golden Girls is that Blanche is the slutty, the slutty one. one.
2: Right. <laughs> so when they say that to her, it's just to take her down a peg because she does okay. sleep with so many men they and she's so They want her to feel so desired, less good about herself. Right. Whereas B. Arthur's character, Dorothy, all of the jokes about her are that she is ugly. She is manly. She, like... And it's like incessant. It's like every episode. And B. Arthur, one of the reasons why she quit the show was she was just so tired of having like her looks be the the
0: punchline. Oh, that's awful. And then they just kept writing it in because people liked it or whatever. I don't even like- You know, that happens more often than you would think. Like actors will get increasingly- bothered by the way that they're being written Mm -hmm. in their show but like it becomes a thing that's bigger than them Mm -hmm. like Tracy Gold on Growing Pains that was a really big thing because she had an eating disorder Mm -hmm. in the later seasons and I think did they talk about what she looked like on the show yeah so they would write it Mm -hmm. into the show like before her eating disorder it was like a direct cause of her eating disorder before her eating disorder they would comment that she was chubby you know the characters in the show would comment oh she's the chubby sister or whatever and then she had this eating disorder and then they would write it into the show like oh my god carol you look so great Uh, and it perpetuated this very serious eating disorder yeah but it was just because of the way the writers were like explaining her weight loss in the show right right but and dorothy
2: the character i like most of the people calling her unattractive is her mom, who does make a lot of off comments too, which they write off because in the beginning of the show she had a stroke, and so they're just like, "Oh, like she says wacky stuff because she had a stroke." The ca- uh, the sorry the character's character's mom yes yeah, so had a stroke yeah they live with her mom too. You guys get on board with Golden Girls. Uh, yeah, you know I, maybe I need to watch. I don't, but. Everybody else who their looks were comment on, like Betty White was almost cast as Blanche. So those two actresses, like the things that they would have said about their looks, it was interchangeable. Whereas this was pointed at B. Arthur being like, you're an unattractive manly woman. Hmm. And yeah, she, uh, I think her son is the one who said it, that it was like, yeah, it really, really bothered her. And it was one of the reasons why she ended up leaving the show.
0: That's not right. I know. That's not right. And but, she
2: said the storylines got tired. Which
0: also, like, I I think if they needed that to be a part of her character, they should have made her uglier. Because she's I'm, so cute. Yeah. Like I'm thinking back, and and like I said, I don't watch the show, but I've seen these women, mm-hmm. and I've seen you know ten minutes of, of a rerun at some point, and I honestly was like. I I don't think there's a huge disparity in their attractiveness. No. I think and they're I, all fairly attractive. I ran into one of my mom's friends at the bank the other day, and she looks like a
2: lot like B. Arthur. And I never liked this woman very much, but I like wanted to hug her so badly because I <laughs>
0: love B. Arthur so Bea? much. Now is that you?
2: Yeah. She was like, "Get off of me." That's all I had to say. I'm sorry for the caffeine thing, but
0: no, <laughs> that was uh, that was our last licks and our last thoughts on Golden Girls, <laughs> and that's it for today's episode. Yep. Be sure to send your questions to DST at Bedges.com to get them answered.
2: Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And if you like this episode, maybe maybe not this episode, but if you liked (laughs) any of the episodes, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And of course, we're always with you. Through Thick and Thick. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge morales Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander.
0: Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.